All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, welcome back. It's just after three o'clock, positive Friday. And man, we had a really positive hour number one in the pyramid of giving today of, uh, for those, uh, any new listeners, uh, I know we have lots of who have uh, listened before. This is our 13th annual uh, month of giving. And uh, on Positive Fridays, we just do a pyramid of giving where it's a straight donation. Now you get a tax receipt for it. You're helping out the holiday hamper. And our goal is $7,500. And uh, we have 15 people who do 100, 10 people do 200, four people do 500, and two do 1,000. Well, we filled out the 1,000s from uh, Dave and uh, Ramon, which is great. Then we had... Uh, Four uh, generous uh, people want to um, help out on the uh, $500. So those are already done from Kevin, Patrick, Don, and Kurt. We had uh, Sean and uh, uh, Nick and Wes and uh, Dale in at uh, 100 and uh, Eric's in at 2 So do the math quickly. That leaves 11 people at $100 and 9 at 200 And we will uh, fill out the pyramid. So that means we have uh, $2,900 left, which is great. Oh, also, and I should say also like it's nothing, but uh, GS Construction, they offer to match. Once we get to the full pyramid, they will match the 7500 and we'll get to 15000 for the holiday hamper. It's, uh, it's a huge thing for them. Um, you know what? They, they have um, a more need than ever this year uh, from families and, and people who are in need so you can help out and um, you know help get him some uh, food at Christmas time and, and some gifts and everything like that. So uh, your donation will go a long ways to helping people just have a little bit better Christmas. So it's positive Friday. That's why we're doing it on. Everybody's in a good mood. The orders are won four in a row. 
I know there's a lot of you out there like, you know what? I got a hundred bucks. No big deal. So let's try to get a few of the hundred is done and two hundreds done this hour. So 833-401-1440 would love, uh, just all you gotta do is text in with your name and the number that you want to uh, donate. And then I pass on your number to the holiday hamper crew and they will get a hold of you. And it's that simple. Very easy. You can either do a uh, e-transfer to them or a uh, visa, whatever you prefer, and you'll get a tax receipt with it. So. 833-401-1440. You can text or you can call Connor there. Uh, either one. What's ever easier for you. Now, it is the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And we are joined in studio by a gold medalist in the uh, 2004 Olympics in cycling. Of course, she is the uh, Monday co-host with Kevin Karras on Sports 1440. Lorianne Munzer joins us. Uh, and Also right now in... Uh, not- I guess retired from competing, but uh, definitely not uh, retired in life. As of course, now you're a uh, is, proper term, Lori. Would you be, Lorianne? Would you be a a mental? Um, what, what's the proper term as far as your coaching style goes? I would say results mindset coach. Result mindset coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, well there you go. So now. It's interesting, and I think you're the perfect person to talk about this, because messaging matters. I think we've learned now more than ever. For the longest time, we're just, hey, work hard, work hard. And that was the extent of, you know, this is a system, work hard. Okay, like, and what does work hard even mean? But nonetheless, um, it's definitely evolved and changed now. And, and messaging matters, and certain athletes respond differently to other athletes. And it doesn't mean it's better or worse. They just respond differently. So Jack Campbell was, was, he was kind of the poster boy like the orders. They were all struggling. Campbell was struggling. Skinner was struggling. The team defense was struggling. Hell, McDavid and Drysaddle were struggling. Pretty much, you know, there was very few people who weren't struggling. So Campbell uh, gets sent down to the American League and uh, he's played down there for a few games. His last three games have been very good. He, on his own dime, he flies in his own, a guy that he's worked with in the summer in Manny Legacy. He's just going to be there for a week or so just to kind of work with him a little bit. How important is it? Because I don't think there's going to be massive technical changes from Kevin Woodley and all the other guys. Like it's not like midseason you can drastically change the technique of a goalie. It's it's just too difficult to do. It takes too long. So a lot of it's going to be more messaging. There might be a small little technical, but the mental stuff, right? The preparation. How important is it that whatever message Manny Legacy like does he need to call up the Oilers? And say, okay, this is what I'm telling Jack because this is what works with him. How important is that in today's world where the technical or skills coach has to be in unison with the the mental results coach? I think you have a number of questions there. First off, the mental aspect in any sport is 95% mindset and 5% physical when you actually look at that because everybody's pretty much at the same level. So if you're all at the same level then what is a differentiating factor? And it's mindset. It's what you think about, because whatever you think about, you bring about, and those are the results that you're getting. The question then becomes, do I like the results or do I like not like the results? To have the team on the same page for the athlete is huge. So Campbell bringing in Mag- Manny, is huge because sometimes all you need is one person in your corner and that one person can flip it around in a, in an instant. Hmm. It could be because they know something about you that maybe not everybody else knows. Maybe there's something that gets right through to you quicker than what anybody else can deliver or say. There's also something going on that 
Campbell thinks, okay, legacy is great. Bring him in. And that could be the deciding factor to skyrocket his game. Okay, so then is there a big risk when he leaves and isn't there? All depends on how you look at it. You got a couple choices. You can either keep it going. The person doesn't have to be there. Right. Uh, my coach wasn't in Athens at the Olympics, and I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that I could pick up the phone and call him at any point. So right. you make those decisions ahead of time and go, so what's the arrangement? Right. Do you have to be there? Some athletes do. But then are you going to crump if they're not there? I've been there too. It's like, I have no idea what to do because I wasn't in charge. But I'm also looking at this going, I think Campbell is also taking ownership, responsibility of his game and going, it's do or die. And I've got to do something. Having everybody on the same page, it may be, look, I'm just going to deal with Manny on the mental aspect of it or the mental aspect of my game. I'll work with the technical coach, goalie coach, whatever. But you got to set that up. But you've also got to communicate it with everybody. Well, that I think is the key. Lorianne Munzer joins us, Olympic uh, champion. Is because Manny Legacy's obviously worked on some technical stuff. He's a former NHL goalie, mm-hmm. so that you know there might. And so whatever the change is, I think whatever he thinks, because some people, it's like you know what? Hey, we want you to play this way. But Kevin Woodley and I've talked to a lot of goalie coaches. They're like, you're not going to force a goalie to play away. If he's not going to have success that, well, I shouldn't say that good coaches won't do that. Right. They, I, I want to reword catch. that. The good coaches don't do that because now you have a player doing something they don't believe in and the, the chance of success is very low. So if there was a subtle technical change or a reset, and you've talked a lot about this, about resetting sometimes yep. and resetting doesn't mean you're doing anything different. It's just like, okay, let's go back. We were at step seven. We're going to reverse all the way back to step one and just start there again. Exactly. I was thinking about that because I'm going, okay, maybe Manny's going, let's throw everything out and go, what are the couple key important factors? There's there's always three basic factors. Um, We talked with an oiler on a Monday morning and he was said there's just only a couple of things that he worked on. Yeah. Whenever I went back to the basics, it was a complete game change and success. Hmm. And then you just build on it, build on it and build on it again. So eventually, did you learn how to go back to basics without a coach? Or is it just that's why you have a coach sometimes is because you need somebody outside to say, hey, wait a sec. Lorient, you think you're doing this stuff, but I'm watching you on, on the on the track and, you know, you're shoulder checking whatever the wrong way or you're looking at the, you know, and sometimes it might simply be, I'm sure in your case, um, you know, you're looking literally one inch off for whatever reason. Right. And they're telling you, you're, you're looking over here when you should be looking that way. And you're like, exactly. Oh, it's like an inch. Yeah. It's a third, it's a third or another set of eyes. And if you want to reach new heights, I believe you need somebody who has been at that level, who is constantly pushing the envelope, even if it's just 1%, Jason. It's, you've got to be bringing your A game out. And it's like, I keep thinking about, some of the other Fridays with you here. And it's like, no, you got to show up every time as the champion player, Mm -hmm. regardless of whatever position you in, because you can always flip it. You can always change it. And it's just short bursts. Uh, It's funny because it sounds at times so easy, but we see athletes in every, like we've seen players, like we had people at the start of the show say, how can the orders play like this? 
when a month ago they looked like a you know a junior team mm-hmm. right and now that was a collective thing and so confidence is definitely one thing focus because if it was easy to be focused all the time then everybody would do it right and if it was easy to maintain confidence everyone would do it so i'm sure you've dealt with athletes so now in in your new job where some of them it does it's like a snap of the finger okay i've got it where others it's like a real cloud and you've got to slowly try to remove the cloud until they finally see the sun, right? Mm-hmm. What are some things sometimes where an athlete is holding themselves back without even knowing they're holding themselves back? Usually the athletes getting in their own way. By and doing it, what? Like overthinking? What are they doing? Overthinking is classic. That is totally classic. The biggest thing, belief. Are you believing the idea that's being sent to you? Are you accepting the idea? Hmm. Are we going to win the Stanley Cup? Are you going to win the race? Are you going to win the game? The quicker you accept an idea, doesn't matter if you're a teacher, you're an athlete, you're a business owner of a number of departments, which is a number of teams, Mm -hmm. the quicker you accept the idea the faster the results are going to be. And then it becomes, can you repeat yeah. it again over and over and raise the bar just 1%. Yeah, the repeating it, as mm-hmm. you probably experienced as an athlete, that like getting to the NHL is an unbelievable accomplishment. right? Getting, getting, getting to the Olympics is an unreal accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Getting back the second time sometimes can be harder, right? Because it's A, it's four years, and then there's injuries, a lot of factors. But in the NHL, like excluding the top, five percent because you see the top five percent you're like okay they're pretty good but the rest of them the gap isn't much different right and all of a sudden they lose confidence or maybe they get a nagging injury now they're trying to play through it and now they're thinking about it and now they hesitate here they hesitate there they're not as good what have you learned that are some of the keys for because i'm sure any parent out there can list because to me it doesn't matter what you what you're what we're talking about here is finding ways to make things repeatable how do you make it repeatable from an athletic where so people get comfortable and say, okay, like I can do this again at this level? Oh my goodness. There's so many different components. First off, it all stems from what's your goal? What is it that you want? What's the objective? Like the big picture and then breaking it down into smaller chunks because we make it complicated when we think, oh God, I've got to play. I've got to win the, the Stanley Cup tonight when you've still got X number of months. So the question is, what are the fundamentals that you must do every day? Okay. So what are the fundamentals for when you're on the ice, when you're doing dry land training? Um, You talked about film review, like watching and analyzing the games, the tapes. What is your mental preparation? And there's a certain sequence and flow for each athlete for each component. But a lot of times we think we have to do all of that in one day. And you do sometimes, but just break it down into the hour or break it down into, fi- I do 15 minute sprints. Work for 15, take a five minute break. Oh, great. Reset and do your second sprint. But I've also mapped it out the night before. So I know what today was going to look like last night. Now, how is that different um, when when you're an athlete in a game like hockey, 
where you can have a plan, okay, this is what I want to do, but then the opposition, you can never perfectly plan how they're going to react, right? And all of a sudden, the puck ricochets off a leg, and okay, well, now obviously in the game of hockey, you have to be able to ad-lib a lot, right? You have to be able to. So how is that different in being able to to have a good ability to think quickly and ad-lib so, you, as you say, you don't get in your way and you're not overthinking, right? Mm-hmm. Because every athlete talks about the minute they're over, like, it's funny. They're like, geez, if I'm thinking too much, we're not having success. We're right? in trouble. Yeah. You're in big trouble yeah. if you're overthinking it. Yeah. yeah. Part of it is if you get caught off guard, it's because you haven't thought about it. You haven't gone through that, and I'll call it an experience. Okay. Because you haven't had that experience, so you don't know what to do. Right. And you're going to react versus respond. So part of the mental preparation is, in cycling, it was a little easier if there was only two people on the track. You're either right. leading or you're following. And if one of those things get taken away, you're put in the opposite position. Less numbers and variations to play with. But in hockey, come up with different possibilities of what's going to happen. Hmm. And if you, if you talked about it, three or four people, what are all the possibilities you could come up with? If you get checked, if it bounces off your skate, if it, you know, ricochets or something else happens, what are all the possibilities that you can counter and counter and then counter that again? Have you, it's playing chess and each sport is going to be a little bit different, but you've got to come up and go, oh, if this happens, I'm going to do that, that, and that. If that happens, then I'm going to do this, this, and this. I got a quick text coming in from uh, Mike. Uh, Lorianne, I'm, I'm curious, what age do you think is good for kids to start focusing on this type of thing? Is it, In your experience, is there an age or is it more the maturity of the person? I think it's as soon as you get on the ice and if you're playing as a team, start them off. It's going to be different than... So what would you say, like, I coach you 11, yes. right? I have nine and 10 year olds, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've actually, we, we do visualization now. Strutty was the one who mentioned this. So I get the kids before the game, I close their eyes. And, you know, at first they're like, what? So I close them. I say, close your eyes. And we, I said, guys, as a team, this is what we're going to think about. But I want to think about you closing your eyes and you're making a pass on the tape. Visualize yourself making a pass on the tape because we're really trying to emphasize passing. Yes. Right. Then I'm all about visualize yourself skating as hard as you can, going at the puck, not hesitating. Pressure. Yes. Right. And. Um, so I have no idea if it works or not. Like it I've does. Yet, I've, I've, yet it does. See, I've yet to see any results like to say for sure if, if we have it or not. But the kids seem the first time we did it, a little, a little kind of like what I looked around the room and, you know, some are eyes are open and some kids are. The other thing I realized is some kids are just going to be able to focus better than other kids. That's just a fact. Yes. Right. Um, so and then I like it probably might not be best in a group it might some kids might be like well i'd rather just focus on what i'm gonna do because sometimes hey uh goalie visualize yourself making a save well then the other kids are like well what am i supposed to do right now for these five seconds right so it's yep. pro- i don't know is it is it better is that okay to do as a group or is absolutely that simple? absolutely yeah. i think it should be done as a group okay and everybody should be the goalie every sh- everybody should be the center should be the left winger the right winger put your put your stick in the opposite hand yeah. Like I'm a left winger, but playing right, you're going to, what if your stick was that way? It's imagine yeah. all the different scenarios and possibilities. And that's the part that changes your game and everybody else's game. And and it's like, I was right with you when you said, when you were like passing and I'm going, great. Like I was right there with you when you were talking about, it's going to come, it's going to get better and better yeah. and better. You're planting the seed, Jason, but nobody goes... 
you're planting carrots. As soon as you plant it, you don't dig it up and go, hey, is a carrot there? No, uh, of course the carrot's uh, not going to be there. Analogy. What if it would take you All 10 year. weeks? Yeah. It takes 77 days to grow a carrot. 77? 77 days. Okay. It takes nine months for a baby. Oh, yeah. I also see your hair is growing out. It looks yeah. good. Shut up, Lorianne. We don't need okay. We don't need anything. We are in a very serious conversation right now. I was thinking about shaving my head oh, just for God. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You were thinking about it. I've already done it once. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. It was the best six months. See, I hadn't. I didn't have to worry about anything. I, trust me. This even like I sh- I had to buy shampoo for the first time in twenty two years. And honestly, like my my hair, like my head just felt itchy. Okay. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. Imagine. Your head is shaved. Oh, I know. Like I've tried, but I, and I, and most I every morning I wake up, it's like I've forgotten that I haven't shaved my head, and then I get in the mirror and I'm just like, God. And so you know, it's kind of comical. You know, I guess it's giving humor to a lot of other people, so that's what I tell myself. But it's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a wonderful thing right now. Like it's just something that you know, like I'll get over it. It's fine. Like it's not going to kill me. But it is one where, and I'm probably more annoyed because it was self destructive. Like I didn't even need to do it. Like no one did. Like I did it myself. Like what a buffoon. That's what makes it But so hold terrible. on a second. When you told me that story, it reminded me one year there was a French rider and an Australian rider. Sean Eady was from Australia. Um, ah, and I'm pulling a blank on who the French rider was. Anyways, Sean Eady did not shave until he won the world championships. And it was a little longer than six months that he had to go. He put a bet. He would grow a beard. Hmm. And it took him to win the world championships. And then he, he got his beard shade off. It was awesome. Mm, I like it. So I think we need to get you on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, got the, I have a Peloton at home. I've been riding it. So now that uh, my nerve uh, issues fixed. So that's good. Uh, awesome. It's nice. Well, Lorianne, great stuff. We got a really good um, feedback uh, from uh, a lot of people. Uh, they like the visualization, how I explain it, because there's lots of coaches, parents. You can do that with your kids on anything. Some kids get really nervous before an exam. Yes. Right? Just get them to tell themselves. So visualize it. You know the answers, because you do. If you're prepared and you've done all the preparation, because I, I know there's tons of people. One of my good buddies, Hutch, like, he knew all the stuff when he was, he was going through um, get, at Nate. Then it would come to write the test, mm-hmm. and he literally would psych himself out. Oh, totally. Right? It's a head game. Yeah. So there's, there's one quick trick. Google... Anywhere on the internet, a five-minute candle meditation. Do not turn the sound on because you could even light a candle and just focus on the candle for five minutes. Your monkey brain is going to go all over the place. But quiet your mind. Focus only on the candle. The candle is going to move, so it's really good because you can move with it. I guarantee your focus will change exponentially. All right. We'll try it. Lorianne, thanks for this. Have a great weekend. You too. That's uh, Lorianne Munzer. Joins us every Friday here on Sports 1440. You can listen to her every Monday morning with Kevin Karras. Quick break. Uh, we'll return. we got lots of hockey to get to. And hey, uh, we got some people that are in. I love it. We'll update you on the Pyramid of Giving. We're looking for $100 and $200 donations to fill out our Pyramid of Giving today to help raise $7,500 for the holiday hamper. And we're getting closer all the time. So text in 833-401-1440. Your name and either $100 or $200 donation that you're willing to make. And you get a tax receipt. I love it. Happy Friday. It's Positive Friday. Sports 1440 live on Orders Nation YouTube. And hey, we'll get you caught up on the uh, Pyramid of Giving. The Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. So we had uh, uh, Harry, John, 
have uh, come in at uh, at two hundred dollars as well as uh, Gerald. So uh, Gerald, John, and Harry are in at uh, two hundred. Then we had Wiley and Matt in at a hundred, and also Lorianne as she was leaving uh, donated hundred. She wanted to put out a challenge to all the ladies out there. She was the first lady. She says, hey, let's get some representation. I agree, Lorianne. I totally agree. So, uh, ladies, get off the wallets or the purse, whatever you use. All right? It's great. It's Paws of Friday. We're helping out the uh, holiday hamper. And uh, we have filled out the top. We've got our two $1,000. We've got our four $500. And uh, we need 10 people, or we needed 10 $200 uh, donations. Uh, we now have uh, six remaining. We need six more at 200 and uh, we are down to uh, nine at 100. All right. That's only 17 listeners. That's pretty simple. That will get us to 7,500. And when we reach 7,500, guess what? GS Construction will match that and will raise $15,000 today for a positive Friday to help out the uh, holiday hamper. So if you're, uh, if you're able and you got an extra 100 or 200 bucks around, you get a tax receipt. And uh, more importantly, though, uh, you're really going to help out uh, a lot of people uh, this time of year who, uh, who definitely need it. So 833-401-1440. A quick text and we'll get to Rupper. Hey, guys, the holiday hamper is a fantastic charity and one we take part in every year. It's great that you're raising money for them. Uh, as of now, they have about uh, 300 families left that need to be adopted. I can't describe the feeling of delivering the hamper, and I would recommend anyone take part in this fantastic cause. Uh, we can do it oil country from uh, St. Albert Southie. So uh, there you go. They are in need of some uh, some families for sure. That's why we're helping them out today. So it makes a big difference for people. 833 833-401-1440. 1440. And Doug just came in at 200. Out of boy, Doug. So now we're down to five. This might be the first time ever that the big numbers go first. That's amazing. People are more generous. I love it. So we need uh, nine at uh, 100, and we're down to five at 200. 833-401-1440. Now let's get to Around the NHL, brought to you by McDonald's. And uh, oh, baby. Stop in at uh, McDee's and get the McPicks small combo right now. Junior chicken, uh, McDouble with fries, and a fountain drink for only five seventy nine at McDonald's. And uh, we are joined, uh, usually he joins us on Wednesday, but he's busy, of course, as color analyst now for the Pittsburgh Penguins, a uh, former NHLer, Stanley Cup winner, Mike Rupp. Joins us, Rupper, how you doing? I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm. Uh, I'm very good. Uh, you, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they they have found their way through the wilderness. It seems, Mike. Uh, this was a team that was actually quite good last year, and I didn't think their talent suddenly eroded. They were playing horribly early on, but uh, last night, I know they've won four in a row, but last night might have been their most impressive win to me. Uh, they were behind in that game. They were pushing. They they kept creating more chances, and they didn't they didn't do what they've done a lot of other times. They didn't self destruct. They didn't try to take unnecessary risks. They just played patient, and then finally got a little bit of a break on the nurse goal before their power play. Uh, Got the uh, the game winner. Uh, what do you make of the orders? And do you, is is it safe to say the orders are kind of now they are who they thought they were at the start of the season? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just uh, you know, you start kind of putting some games together, and and just the mood changes, the vibe changes. It kind of feels like you got a new clean slate, and when you're on a team where you know that your the results haven't been there, and um, I think the more frustrating thing a lot of times, and I think that this is 
this falls in, in, into this situation is you're losing games because you're hurting yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not like at the end of the day, you can live with when you go out and you, you execute to the, the best you can, but you just get flat out beat. And you can live with that. But it's when you have these things you know better, these mistakes that continue to happen. And, um, you know, I think that that's the hard thing to uh, – the hard pill to swallow. So, you know, I think that this is a team that's been doing much better in that regard. I mean, they've been getting, obviously, some some more offensive production, which they, they had some looks early on when they were struggling in the season, but they weren't getting the results. And uh, it changes – it could change real quick. And it's a long season, but – I mean, this is a team that's, uh, you know, I thought this entire time when they were going through this process, there wasn't, there wasn't enough teams in the Western Conference that took advantage of a Stanley Cup contender uh, struggling in the first 15 games. And uh, so here we are. This Oilers team is making a little bit of a move, and I think they're still going to be a playoff team, and we'll see to what level they can get to this season. The Jack Campbell situation, Mike, it's a – you know, with the orders trading Jack Campbell, I understand why people talk about it. I really think it's it's almost less than realistic if there's even such a thing. He's just he's owed seventeen million dollars. He's playing the American League. It, I don't see you're not, you're not no team's going to just do. Hey, I'll pay you seventeen million for a first rounder. It's not happening. You'd have to give up a lot. So you know they're going to try to rehabilitate him basically and and have him find his game again. He's nine forty four save percentage in three his last three games. I get the American League. I get a small sample size, but. What do you think the likelihood is that Jack Campbell can come back and be a, a serviceable goaltender for the orders this season? I, I think it's doable. I, I think this is, I mean, if you just look at his career up to this point, I mean, he's done that, right? Like, this is nothing new. This is a, a guy who's been well-documented that, you know, it didn't go his way early on from where he got drafted and kind of where the expectations were for him, and he put – put the work in and everybody talked about the personality of, of Jack Campbell and how we, uh, you know, you root for guys like that. And so this is no, really no difference right now. And, and that, the thing here though, that it kind of goes back to it. I think it's just summarizing the goaltending at Edmonton as a whole. I think the message is we don't need you to be great. Mm-hmm. We don't need Stuart Sinner to be great. You just need good goaltending, you know, so that give us that, give us that one stop in the game where we really need it because of the time of the game and maybe the flow of the game. And um, th- this guy's shown that he can do it. So, yeah, I mean, you're playing. I-, I would be more concerned with him coming back and being able to do his thing if they played on a team like the, I don't know, New York Islanders that don't score many goals. Mm-hmm. But now it's tough. Like you've, you've, There's not much room for error. I mean, you can go and be have an okay game for the Edmonton Oilers and the Oilers can score six. You know what I mean? Like, I would have to think. I never played the position, but for a goaltender, that's got to help you out mentally. And, um, you know, I, I think Jack Campbell, what he's done, um, it's not by chance. He revitalized his career once. I think he's able and capable of doing it again. And, uh, again, I'll go back to that. Everything I've ever heard about the guy, you root for a guy like that. And just you just got to be solid. That That team is built in a way you just need good goaltending. You don't have to be perfect. Mike Rupp joins us on uh, Sports fourteen forty, uh, live in Orders Nation uh, YouTube. And uh, Rupper, what did what did you make of the uh, Hathaway hit on Hughes? Oh, it was a great hit. Oh, it was a great hit. I mean, it was a little bit. I was trying to figure out why exactly. So I was, I was working that Penn's Lightning game last night. So I 
an intermission saw it come across my phone. I looked at it and I'm like, I'm like, wait, he got ejected from the game for this? I'm like, I don't understand. I don't even know if that's a penalty, but the only thing I would say is if you're potentially, uh, you've got that boarding kind of range away from the boards where it gets really dangerous. But I think what makes it more dangerous is when you aren't preparing yourself to get hit. And that's that's the thing that I've, I'll say time and time again, and I probably come across as being a dinosaur and uh, the old way the game's played, but it's a physical league, and you got to be willing and able to take hits. And you saw the John Tortorella comments. I think he is 100% bang on. Is that uh, That's one thing that this league's built on. It's physicality. It's a man's game. And you got to be ready to get hit. Yep. And uh, when you're not ready to get hit, that's going to happen. You know, I'm glad that Luke Hughes is okay. Obviously, he came back in that game in a big way in overtime. But, I mean, I, I had no problem with the hit. If I played for the Devils, I would definitely have a problem with the hit <laughs> because you want to protect your guys. But yeah. that was a great hit. Yeah. Well, the thing that I found odd was I think Hughes thought it was icing, but then they waved it off. But then there was a whistle. That's the part that I didn't understand. Like, so I'm wondering, like, was was there miscommunication there? Hughes thought, okay, this is going to be icing. Somebody waves it off, and then the minute he hits him, it's, the whistle goes right. Now maybe they blew the whistle because they thought he was hurt. I don't know, but that, that's the like it was a real late um, waving off the icing. That's the one thing I noticed. So yeah. Oh, so, so here's the thing, and I, I learned this. I'll learn this. This is be my analogy. Uh, I learned this my first year doing media on TV. Uh, we we're, we we're doing a segment, and I messed up. And I stopped down, and I was like, you know, I said something I shouldn't have said. Let's go again on this one. And all of a sudden, I got the, uh, we're live. And I'm like, oh, no. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you learn that real quick in this business. You treat everything as we're live. If we're yeah. doing a tape segment, we're live, man. We're live. And I made sure that I haven't made that mistake again. That's that's what you got to do in hockey. You can't rely on yes. There was a there's a mishap on the call. There probably you know there shouldn't. Uh, there was miscommunication on whether it was icing or not. But you still got to play it and treat it as it's a live puck, live game all the time. You know, and and that's the thing is I feel like now the league is in a place that a lot of these young players do not trust the rules to protect you. Do not trust someone else's call to protect you you have to protect yourself yeah because there's human error in this game there's there's mistakes that happen there's all these different things protect yourself and just be ready like treat it as it's a live uh a live moment on tv or a, a live play and then you don't have to worry about it yeah no that makes sense uh mike rob joins us on uh, sports 1440 uh, live and orders nation youtube uh Rupper, you look at a few other teams here and um it was interesting. I'm not sure if you read the uh, the Mike Russo article with uh, Dean Evison. Uh, it was pretty raw and, and honest, and that's why you know I like Dean Evison. He was just like, "Hey, man, I think I'm a good coach." You know what? Uh, you know, he admitted that. Yeah, geez, look at the team how they play when you leave. And I wonder, like, you played on teams where they fired the coach, right? And they fire the coach, and everybody, you know, they're oh, geez, we got to play better. And and there is not always, but usually there is the new coach bump, right? And so you wonder why does it take that? For the play, is it just because sometimes you need something to snap you out of it? Like you will, people will know. Geez, if we don't start winning, the coach is going to get fired. But thinking it and then seeing it is that is is it just that simple? Well, because why do we always see teams have the new coach? Not always, but majority of the time have the new coach bump. Yeah, the new coach bump. Uh, it's real. It's real, and it's. Um, I know that everybody talked about this before. I just think that it, there's a lot of truth behind it. Where. <sighs> There's, 
you can't hide behind anything else. Like what, what else is there to hide behind now? There's no one else in the crosshairs. I mean, um, let's use that in, in regards to Minnesota. Like Bill Guerin's job's not on the line. That team's overachieved, if, I, if you're saying to me, over the last couple of years, the way they've navigated through some of their stuff with uh, the salary cap and that dead money from the Parisi suitor buyouts. And, um, you know, and Dean Emerson is a great coach. I think he's gotten that team to overachieve. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you hold it off as long as you can with it, and now all of a sudden Dean Emerson's uh, gone. Like, so if it continues, what, what, who's it on now? I mean, there's nowhere else to look. It's, it's the players, and then it's going to get worse. And, and then there's a lot of realness to the, the old clean slate. Or even if you have a new coach, and, and look at it from this standpoint, too, a new coach comes in and say, you know, Jason Greger was playing, you know, 20 minutes a night, killing penalties on the power play, all these things, but our team kind of stunk. And the new coach comes in. Why is Jason Gregory going to be playing 20 minutes on the PK and power play again? He's going to try to switch it up. Mm-hmm. So now you, as one of our guys that played the most minutes, you got to you got to sit up a little more straight and make sure your game's on point. And then me, Mike Rupp, that was barely playing before, I got a new guy in there. Hey, I'm going to earn his trust now. I'm going to make sure I'm doing my thing so I can get more minutes because it's a clean slate. So it just seems like it's like the perfect storm uh, as far as you know, kind of getting a bump and then. You know, then things settle in, and you start to really see if the team is playing better or not. Mike Rupp uh, is our guest. Uh, Rupper, a uh, one last one for you. You look at um, you mentioned the Islanders earlier, and you know their inability to score. I don't see how it changes unless they make a change. Either the GM makes a trade, or they change the GM. Which happens first in New York? Oh man, that's so hard because. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Is, uh, what he's done in his career, and obviously I, I owe him a lot. I gave him my first start of my, my uh, career, and and believed in me. I'll, I'll tell you one thing with him. He is probably one of the most loyal guys as far as general managers in the league and um, probably to a fault. And I think that's what we're seeing there. And he believed in that group. And that group obviously went to two 
Eastern Conference Finals, but they need change, and, and they've got a lot of contracts in there that I don't think are going to be easy for them to move. The ones that they are probably able to move and get a return are the guys that you, you don't want to move, and uh, it's, uh, it's, tough. it's tough sledding. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they, they need to – and here's the part. It's probably going to continue because you have what I think is the top two, three goaltender in the league in Ilya Sorokin that's masking a lot of things. And you're a bubble team. If, can you imagine if you removed him and just put an average goalie in there? This team would be so far out of the playoffs <laughs> after the last few years. Yes. Maybe it would give you a better realization of where you're at. Right? Fair and then point. we can strip this thing down. So I don't know where this goes, but they need drastic change in there. Um, but we'll see. I, it, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it goes. I, I can't imagine them getting rid of Lou Lamarillo, the Hall of Famer. Uh, but – uh, it's going to be really tough to move some of those contracts too. Oh yeah, very tough. Rupper, have a great weekend, man. We really appreciate your time. All right, thanks, Greg. That's uh, Mike Rupp from the NHL Network. It's the Jason Greger Show with Connor Halley on Sports fourteen forty live in Orders Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, getting twenty million. Do- Are you feeling lucky, Order fans? Maybe you're like, our luck has changed. So maybe yours will too. PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, Declan, the OG, the original Declan. Ooh, those are fighting words. Has uh, come in with a uh, hundred dollar uh, donation. Also, uh, Doug and Jay also in with the uh, two hundred. So we keep rolling closer to our goal. This is fantastic. On uh, the month of giving, positive Friday, filling out the pyramid. I'll tell you where we're at. But trust me, we're not we're not filled up yet. We need a few more people at one hundred and two hundred dollars to help out fill them, and that will get it. If we get to seventy five hundred, GS Construction will match it. And we'll go to 15000 So if you're making a $100 donation, it's like you're making two, right? Because they're going to pay the other one. You only have to pay one. They'll pay the other one. 833-401-1440. That's a text line. Send in the name. You're, with your name and the amount you want to donate, $100 or $200. Hey, if you want to do more, if you want to do 500 300 we'll take it. Any donation, but minimum's got to be $100 today for the Pyramid of Giving. Positive Friday, how are ya? Order fans, something tells me you're good. You should be good. The orders have won four in a row. And uh, they did it. It's it's you know how sometimes you win a game and you know, oh, geez, didn't play very well, but they won. Not the case. Last night that was one of the more entertaining low scoring games. Like it was one nothing till there were seven minutes left in the game until Nurse tied it. I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. And you know me, I love offense. I'm definitely leaning on the side of offense more often than I am defense. But I thought there was some good saves both ways, some good quality chances. Hard game. Orders and the Jets, you know, it's a good series. Now, the Jets have suddenly lost three in a row. And guess what? Their best scorer, Kyle Connor, doesn't have a goal in four games. Like, it's it's not always the case, but uh, for a lot of teams, if you go in any sort of prolonged dip and your big guns aren't providing what they usually provide, it's harder for most teams to win. You can get away a game or two, but once it extends into four or five, it's it's usually what's going to happen. It's just, it's just kind of how it goes, right? It doesn't really... Uh, to me, it's not a, a, a massive surprise if we're being, uh, uh, we'll be in honest. So we'll see. Um, we got a lot of text flying in 833-401-1440. Hey guys, uh, what's your thoughts? Why are the orders able to play zone defense under Knobloch, but not Woodcroft? Huh. Uh, interesting question. I don't. I don't know if the orders couldn't play zone defense because it's really not that hard. Right? I think it was a team that was 
struggling. I, I think collectively you had a lot of guys battling confidence issues. Maybe the the high expectations they put on themselves, they just weren't ready for at the start of the year. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't say it was like, wow, they tuned out Jay Woodcroft. Now, I guess it's possible. I can't, I can't like, you know, I have a decent relationship with the players, but if they had tuned out a coach, I don't think they're going to tell me. I'll just say that, right? And I also, I'm not, I don't buy that players, like you might end up hating a coach, but usually you got to be there for a little bit longer and have, normally you don't have a lot of success. Edmonton had won a lot of games under Woodcroft, right? They'd, been to five playoff rounds. They'd won three playoff series. Like that was the most success this group had ever had. So even if maybe some guys didn't love his message, I couldn't see how collectively they would tune him out. It, you know what? M- maybe the firing is what shocked them. They're like, oh, my goodness, look, we just lost a coach we liked. We got to wake up. Maybe it's that simple. It's a good question, but uh, not 100% sure. Hey, guys, what do you think the hall would look like to give TANF orders needed from uh, Big John? Well, that's a good question. Like, Chris Tanev is is a really sound defensive defenseman. There's no question, right? But he doesn't, he's, he's, he's very good in that role. Like, I look at a team and I say, okay, Edmonton. Like, if you look, okay, what do you have to give up to get Tanev? And how much better is he going to be than Vincent DeHarnay? Right, because that's essentially what it's going to be, right? DeHarnay would come out, he would come in. Now, could you play Tana with Nurse? Maybe. So I guess maybe there's an argument of how much better is he than CC, and then CC goes down to the third pair. How much better is he? Is he like a first round pick better? Ekholm was because look who they had. They had Phil Broberg, and no offense to Phil Broberg. Young guy. And really hadn't played much. Vincent DeHarnay is six foot seven. He's very good in the penalty kill. He blocks shots. He's cheap. Not that, you know, like that's an added bonus. So it, it's a good question. I don't, I think like there's a team, when I look at teams, like Edmonton obviously would, would like a defenseman, no question. Right? I, I think there's, I think there's definitely some fair, points to say that they could use um, a little bit more speed in their bottom six. Maybe a little bit more grittier skill, potentially, in their bottom six. But yeah, Tanev, he would be an upgrade, there's no question. But I'll be honest, I'm like I have a real soft spot for Vincent DeHarnay, I'll just say it. Like I love the unheralded, unexpected people who just grind it out and maybe they get overlooked and you know maybe when you're that big you know early on and and maybe it's like wasn't like the most skilled player ever hey you kind of get overlooked maybe so i'll i'll admit that i have a soft spot for for Vincent DeHarnay i don't know Vincent very well like you know i say hi to him in the room and stuff like that but uh it's more so the story so it's probably hard for me i probably have a little bit of a bias there i just kind of um i kind of root for guys like that and in everyday life, I see it all the time, right? Um, people who have to overcome adversity in their life, whatever that is, right? Maybe you have a, a disability, right? Maybe, maybe you overcame illness and, you know, lots of different things. Like, I just find myself, and, and I think maybe lots of you too, like, you kind of root for those people, right? Maybe because most of us at some point in our life maybe have been that person. So I don't know. But, yeah, that's kind of 
that's kind of how I come out on it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, T-Bone is in at $200. And a boy, T-Bone. Um, so now we are getting closer. This is an awesome pause of Friday. We're not even halfway through the show. Let's crush it. We need four more people at $200, and we need eight people at $100. That's it. And we will fill out the pyramid, and then GS Construction is going to match it, and we'll raise $15,000 for the holiday hamper. That is helping out a lot of families and uh, just giving them the simple, basic necessities of a nice meal and uh, a few small little gifts for their kids and even themselves. So if you want to help out, 833 401-1440. 401-1440. You get a tax receipt. This positive Friday in the month of giving for any of our new listeners, maybe who are, you know, diehards of 1440 and have uh, now, uh, we went from oldies to sports a few months ago. Thank you for staying with us. And I know many of you have listened to the show for many years, uh, on the old station at 1260. So you kind of know how it is, right? This is our 13th annual month of giving. Lots of days we'll auction off items that people get to keep forever. Today, it's just strictly a donation. You're just, you're donating money to people who need it more than you do. And that's the easiest way to put it. So if you want to help out, 833-401-1440. Let's get to uh, Connor Halley. Sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire and the Road Ready Sales Event. Oh, baby. $225 off select tires. Also, you can get up to a $50 bonus when you book in any service right now at FountainTire.com. Some restrictions apply. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 